Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends! I am so proud of you for starting your day with scripture, for starting your day focusing on the Lord and and his living word, because it is active and it is doing something in your heart today. We are continuing on this conversation about food offered to idols, about, you know, living out of love instead of comparison and judgment of focusing on your own opinion, your own rightness, when the truth is that different people can have different convictions based on their past experiences and their hard wiring. Now, Paul started right with that foundation of love, of the Lord, of truth that there is one God, and then he got into the division. That, you know, some people, they don't know that in their hearts fully yet. For some people, eating this food is harmful. And for the people who it's fine, they should be mindful not to add more harm. They should be mindful of their actions, right? Because everything is lawful, but not everything is helpful. And if it's not helpful for someone else, we want to make sure that us living out our lives and our freedom in Christ isn't further harming them. We want to be mindful of that. And like I shared, I believe this is a situation by situation basis of talking with the Lord, talking with the Holy Spirit, seeing how Holy Spirit wants you to live and to navigate, but always being mindful to not harm, not to pressure the other person for whom that thing is harmful, right? And and today we're going to see Paul's why his explanation. And I think it's really important to note that a lot of people say, oh, basically what this scripture passage is saying is that you can never do these things. If it's harmful to anyone on the planet, you can never do it. And I strongly disagree with that. And we're going to see why In a little bit, as Paul is giving his rationale, it becomes clear that this decision is one that he has made between him and the Holy Spirit and that it is not a prescription for everyone. However, the prescription is to be mindful of everyone, right? You want to be mindful, you want to be aware, and you do not want to do things that will cause a brother to stumble. But that's not going to look the same for everyone, just like these convictions don't look the same for everyone. And let me explain why, first of all. When he is talking, just like we read yesterday, about not causing a brother to stumble, he's giving these examples in general. And then his last sentence, which is the most strict sentence, he uses the word I. Therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never eat meat lest I make my brother stumble. He switched from this general you back to an I, showing them how he chooses to handle this situation based on him and the Holy Spirit. And you know what? That's between him and God. And so as you are are looking at these areas where there is that gray area, 
the ones we mentioned, marriage. I talked about Christian yoga, right? Different areas like that. As you're approaching that, the conviction that you feel, that's between you and God. And in the same way, how you go about being mindful of others and not causing them to stumble, not causing more harm, that is also between you and God and no one else. And so as we saw, Paul now is addressing his view, his perspective, his why for how he relates to this situation and even the situation of marriage. And that is why we know it's not a prescription for everyone. So let's dive in. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 1, and I'm reading from the ESV. Paul writes, Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are not you my workmanship in the Lord? Speaking, you know, of the church in Corinth, of all the seeds he planted, and now the believers who are there. If to others I am not an apostle, at least I am to you. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. They are the proof that he is working for the Lord, that he is called by the Lord. And so all of this, he's saying, am I not free? After he just asserted that, you know, I'm never going to eat meat because I don't want someone to stumble. He's like, am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Of course he is. Of course he's free in Christ. Of course he is a called apostle in Christ. He goes on, this is my defense to those who would examine me. Do we, and I believe here he's speaking of the apostles, do we not have the right to eat and drink? Do we not have the right to take along a believing wife as do the other apostles and the brothers of the Lord and Cephas, that is Jesus and Peter? And so here he's asking, like, do we not have the right to eat and drink what we will? Of course he has the right. Remember, he said all things are lawful. We are free in Christ. Does he not have the right to to find a wife? Of course he does. And he addressed the truth that, that marriage is not a sin. There's nothing wrong for marriage. It's just not for everyone. So of course he has the right to take a wife. Of course he can eat or drink. Anything is lawful in Christ. We have freedom in Christ. We're not held under the law anymore. He goes on, or is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to refrain from working for a living? Now he's saying, do we like not have the right to to choose to live as servants of the Lord? He goes on, who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard without eating any of its fruit? Or who tends a flock without getting some of the milk? Now he is segueing into this new topic, this idea of getting paid for your service to the Lord. And that's a topic we're going to dive into a little bit tomorrow. But just note how he's asking all of these questions where the clear answer is, no, of course you have the right. You're free in Christ. Of course you have the right. So he's showing them his why. His why he doesn't eat meat sacrificed to idols. Is it because he can't? No, it has nothing to do with that. Does he not take a wife because he can't? No, he's free to do that. Do they not get paid and supported by the congregants that they visit, the people that they visit? No, 
They're allowed to do that, which we're going to see the defense for tomorrow. And so we know that the purpose is not because it is a law thing, but it's a heart thing. We know that it is not a law thing. And when it's not a law thing, that means it doesn't apply to every single person the same way, but it is a heart thing. And he related it to marriage. Like I said before, we saw marriage is not a sin. And so if he is telling everyone that this was a prescription for how they should respond, that if marriage may be harmful for some people, no one should ever get married? No, he just said the exact opposite of that earlier, that some people should get married and some people shouldn't, right? It's not a prescription. Avoiding everything that's harmful to someone is not the prescription, but to be mindful of your actions around that topic is. So I'd invite you to dwell on that. And and any of these issues where, where it's coming up and you're struggling, ask yourself, is it a law thing or is it a heart thing? And then ask for wisdom regarding your heart. Spend some time in stillness, journaling, in prayer with the Lord, trying to figure out what is on your heart and where Holy Spirit is convicting you, leading you, or guiding you. Because in these areas, it really isn't a law thing. It's not an earning thing. It's not a right or wrong thing, but it's a heart thing. And that is between you and God. So we'll keep on this conversation talking about, you know, getting wages as a worker for the Lord, as a minister. So this would apply to pastors, to missionaries, things like that, how Paul views it, and also what scripture says. Again, a heart thing, not a law thing, and I will see you then.